Welcome to Swift Coaches Academy, a podcast dedicated to bringing exercise and health professionals the uncensored truth behind what it really takes to succeed in the health industry with me, your host, Xenia Wood. As an accredited exercise physiologist and the founder of Swift Coaches Academy with almost a decade of experience, I'm on a mission to transform the lives of ambitious health professionals who want more and are ready to take action to create incredible impact and financial freedom. So join me as I speak candidly with industry leaders about the struggles and successes from within the trenches through thought-provoking conversations. In this episode, we have Zinnia's conversation with me. Claire, the Business Operations Manager at Swift. Today, we speak all about the power of testimonials, when to ask for them, how to capture them, and when to use them. If you're not using testimonials to catapult your business forward with social proof, give this episode a listen. Claire, or should I say Claire Alliop, how are you? (laughs) God, shame. (laughs) So I feel like I am good. Thanks for having me on the show. (laughs) Oh, of course. I think we need to address that elephant in the room because Yeah, uh, look, you gotta you gotta give people the explanation. The explanation. Yeah. The explanation. That's all right. The blooper from the previous episode. We're both one for one now. Um so Claire's in my phone as Claire Alliot Curl, uh, because she, uh, my business mentor so Carl <laughs> has a newsletter called the Alley Oop newsletter. Um, and if if you know what an Alley Oop is, you're probably hysterical as well. But if you don't, an Alley Oop is like better than a layup in basketball. It's basically you throw the ball right next to the ring and then someone's already in the air and they effectively just dunk it. Um, and so I think it's common knowledge, just like that's not common knowledge, surely. Look, maybe that's it is be- for people over like 5'10". <laughs> um, but every single human I know knows what an alley-oop is. And, I mean, to be fair, like, did grow up playing basketball and surrounded by lots of tall humans. Um, Surely there's listeners that can be on my side here. Okay. Someone's got to back me up. <laughs> Look, <Please> maybe. <laughs> maybe some, like, dance studio owners or something <laughs> are like, oh, I had no idea. But, um, yeah, so it's called the alley-oop, uh, not the alley-op. Um, and so that's Claire's little uh, nickname <laughs> in my phone. Um, but anyway, Claire, how are you? I am good. Thanks for having me on the show. Thanks for airing my embarrassing laundry. <laughs> uh, that's all right. I'm um, sure you'll get me back. You know, oh, I will. I will. Uh, anyway, so I thought today would be a great opportunity to get inside your head and ask you um, all the things to do with the power of testimonials. You've obviously been in business for a while and you've used them, not used them, had different experiences. And I thought this is a good opportunity for all listeners who may be in the position of owning their own company or wanting to start out their own company. Um, and I guess a deep dive into testimonials and how they can work for your business and they can't. So I guess um, the first question that would be great to ask is, what does a testimonial actually do for your business or a business? Uh, I think it does a lot of things. And I think that when used effectively and in the right position can effectively do the selling for you. So, you know, when you have a testimonial, it's really 
someone else explaining their experience better than you really ever could because you've never been in that position where you've been a client of your own business before. And so you get to through the vehicle of someone else um, and we can also talk about the types of testimonials and what's more powerful, uh, but we can establish trust and we can build credibility, we can build authority and we can have someone else tell their journey and their story of working with us and provide that social proof. So it's not just, I think I'm great or I know I can help you. It's like, hey, we've also helped 600 other people and this is their story and how they found it. So, you know, I think it's always going to be more powerful coming from someone who's been through the experience, being able to relay that to someone who might be new or on the fence or nervous about signing up. Um, then you just saying, yeah, we're great. We can help you. Yeah, absolutely. I guess it ties into that sort of psychology of human behavior as well. Like sheep follow sheep. And so therefore, if they, you know, if they're in a similar position, for instance, take Swift, for example, you know, you've got a bit of a niggle or an injury and then you see testimonials where someone else had that niggle and that injury, they go, oh, okay, cool. Like I'm going to follow that sort of that, what that person did. And this is, this is the business that did that. So it definitely plays into that. Like you can see that there's social, social proof everywhere. Um, so I guess just on that, sorry, I just want to jump yeah, before, before we jump on, um, just to clarify as well. And I know you didn't mean this, but this is not to call our clients sheep saying everyone just follows no. the crowd. This Absolutely is more, not. you know, you think of social proof and you think of communities of people and there are generally leaders in those communities. And maybe that comes with social status or something like that. And if you look up to those people and you are the, the leader of the the community and your words are very powerful and impactful, then you have the opportunity to help other people to follow a pathway that they might not have before that is actually going to be really impactful for them and their journey to improve their situation or, or get help from you. Yeah, absolutely. That's exactly, yeah. Thank you for picking that up and making that <laughs> clarification. Absolutely what I meant. <laughs> um, so I guess a great question then is, um, through a testimonial, what's the best way to sort of build credibility or how does a business do that in a testimonial? In terms of like the questioning that you'd ask someone to get a testimonial? Yeah, like if someone wanted to create some testimonials um, for their business, let's say it's, you know, it's a fitness business or a gym or something like that, how how can they make sure that their testimonial does build that credibility? Do they need to ask certain questions? How do they structure that? Or how can they make sure that when they're asking clients for feedback, they can get it in a way that is helpful? Yeah, I think, you know, because a lot of people are probably going to struggle with knowing what to ask. So that's a great question. Um, I think, you know, first thing to mention is video is typically the most powerful form of testimonial because you have you have the audio, you have the visual and you have the combination, which is the video. Um, and so, you know, you build more trust with people that you can see and hear and whatnot. Um, secondary to that, you know, putting photos next to text is really good. And when we think about text as well, we want to think about, you know, um, I wouldn't rewrite what someone's wrote in a beautiful little box with a blue border and whatever. You want the raw image because it's less trust when it looks like someone could have just written anything in that box, even if it's word for word what your client said. 
So taking a screenshot of your text messages or of, you know, an email or something like that and showing that in the grand scheme of things, I think that's really helpful. Again, builds trust, builds authority um, and builds, yeah, I guess, credibility. Yeah. Um, But then the questioning that you should ask, I think it's really the most impactful question that you can ask is, and we can also talk about how you get someone to comfortably want to give a testimonial, especially if maybe they're a bit nervous about camera or whatever. Um, but the questioning that I typically would ask is, you know, what was your life like before starting with us and what's it like now? Yeah. And so yeah. what what by saying that or asking that question, you're getting them to revert back to pre-working with you and how their life was and maybe their big challenges, their roadblocks, their pain points, what they were struggling with, why they were so frustrated, um, how life wasn't maybe going as well as they wanted it to be. And then by fast forwarding to the now, it's like what has the, the incredible transformative change that has been created in their life as a result of you, your services and, and what you have done for them. So if there was one question, that's literally all I would ask and just let them talk and then ask and sort of get a little bit more information where you need it. But that's the primary thing that you want to know. Yeah, that's that's awesome information. I think even just that golden nugget of you explaining that like the way in the way in which you want to get video and audio and then you can use different ways, but more the fact that you want the raw piece of um testimonial that came through in a text message or whatever I think that's possibly something that may have been overlooked by a lot of people and that's that's a great sort of little pickup I got there um and sort of so if we're trying to get testimonials from our clients what is your recommendation in terms of timing when to get the testimonial like when to ask that client for you know their experience Mm. so I think you know like everyone says, you know, ideally get a videographer in and get everyone in and and you can do that. And we've absolutely done that. So I'm not saying that's a bad way to do it. However, the better opportunities to get someone and also get it real, get it raw, like these very staged testimonials sometimes um, aren't necessarily the best because yes, you can have the time and space to do it, but in people care more about the energy, the authenticity, the excitement and the enthusiasm of the person rather than the quality of the video. So don't get bogged down by, I need a videographer and I need to get 10 of my clients in a room at the one time. If that's going to be a big struggle for you, everyone literally has a smartphone, you get it out. And I wouldn't stand there holding it. I would put it off to the side and have maybe a stand and just ask the person questions because it feels very intense, especially if someone's not, you know, mm, someone yeah. who likes to be on camera, then they're going to be very awkward when you shove a camera in their face. Yeah. Um, so have it off to the side, make it conversational so that you can um, just, they can feel reassured, whether it's you asking the questions or maybe even get, you know, a friend or, or some or a colleague or someone to ask the questions so that they can feel like they can tell their full experience as if it's to a stranger, as opposed to talking to the person who did their rehab. Um, but I've totally forgotten your question. You were talking. <laughs> <laughs> They're all good points. Um, and so if you're asking for a testimonial, when in that client life, I guess, or like, when would you, when's the best time to get or ask a, for a testimonial from a client? Gotcha. So the best time that we've found to ask for testimonials is off the back of a really big win because they're already on a high, they're feeling good. And they also want 
generally, if if they love you, they love your business and, you know, maybe they don't have a friend or someone who they know immediately, you might have said, hey, like a referral, You is that's a great time also to ask for a referral. Um, and if they don't know anyone, it's like, that's totally okay. But would you mind if we, you know, if either you wrote me a testimonial or ideally if you say, you know, if we sat down for two minutes and I just asked you a couple questions and you just spoke about your experience. And so it's not, can you give me a five-star review or can you tell me how amazing it is here? It's just talk to me about your experience. I want to know how it's been for you and and how has this changed your life? And if you lead with that, you let them tell their story because story is an incredible way to bring across, um, you know, I guess what someone's experience is, but it's also kind of how we learn through storytelling, through experiences dating back to caveman times and you know like story is what we all get engaged by and so when someone's telling a story and if you guys want to watch like I think we have some pretty fucking epic testimonials on our rehab page of the website it's like a three minute highlight reel and there's individual ones and I like fucking cried like watching my own testimonials in my own business of people being like you've changed my life like it was going downhill I was depressed I couldn't move I could like you know and just the amount of change it's 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 a good feeling for everyone because the person telling the testimonial is having a you know having a great experience they want to share that and then you know if you you know care so much about your clients and they're saying amazing things about you it you know can help you on a shit day just go back to that and be like hey I'm doing really good things yeah Um, absolutely so yeah that's the best time on the back of the win they are some really awesome ideas and so now we've got our testimonial, our video, our audio, whatever text messages. When have you found has been the most effective way to use that in a strategy for business to sort of, I guess, as we spoke earlier in the in the podcast when we mentioned, you know, testimonials can offer a little bit of an objection handling mechanism by being there. When have you found that's been the most efficient or successful way to use them in a business sense in terms of trying to get new clients or to try and, I guess, comfort new leads as to whether this is the right thing for them or not? Yeah. So, I mean, there's a couple of times and and places that we use them. Obviously, it is on our website. And so, again, that's that social proof of people who look like them, talk like them, act like them, whatever, which is helpful as well. Because if you work with all like bodybuilding athletes and all of your girls look fit as fuck and they've got huge glutes and delts and whatever, that's awesome because they feel part of the community already. And they're like, oh, they're like me. I want to be like them. I'm going to go there versus, you know, our clients are very wellness or lifestyle focused. So, you know, they might not have shredded six packs by any means of the imagination, but, you know, they've, you know, got a couple kids and they're doing their best to get rid of their shoulder pain and just live a great life and um, move better. And so seeing people like that, I think, um, is really awesome. Um, and so where you use those outside of, you know, on our, on our website, we have them like all throughout the website. It's not just one section of testimonials. We have videos, we have screenshots, we have a whole lot of different versions as well. Um, you, But I think you don't want to give it to someone who's not interested in your product. Yeah, You don't just throw a testimonial necessarily up on Instagram, let's say. If someone hasn't inquired or they're not yet already primed and potentially thinking about it, they probably don't need a testimonial yet. Yeah. Um, but someone who is on our website has intent to learn more. 
And that's where we want to use that. Um, the other places we use it, I know, is um, in an email sequence. So after they um, become a lead, which we classify as someone who's registered interest, they've given us their details, they say we want to learn more, um, they might have filled out a form, they might have also booked a call with us. Um, we have an email sequence that gets sent out and it says, hey, we'd love for you to watch this three minutes of our clients' experiences before you come in to see us next week. And so that there allows them the opportunity to learn about, you know, what it is like to work with us, what they can expect, what other clients have gotten out of it so that they are in a position where they're already aware of the things and they then feel more at ease with making a great decision to work with us. Yeah, that's awesome. That's that's incredibly valuable. I think, I think, you know, we, we know testimonials are something that we should do for business and we know that there's something, um, that help, but just to know exactly how to get them to make them the most strategic piece of content that you maybe have versus how to use them as well. That sounds, um, like incredible information for people to be able to sort of plug and play those concepts into their business and, and let those testimonials do some of the hard work for them. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Um, do we have anything else on testimonials that we wanted to go through? I feel like you really hit the nail on the head with the testimonial, you know, the the summary of it all. We've we've spoken about, you know, how to build credibility and, and make um make your business authority in this space. We've talked about how they become objection handles um, and also like providing social proof, how to use them, when to use them, when to get them. I think you really just nailed it. Anyone okay. that needs to testimonials come here <laughs> so actionable from today claire i'll let you do this one what do you think what did you take away from today or or if you were let's say a sole trainer or a personal trainer or you know how to help business where mm-hmm. what would you do immediately to get the ball rolling um i think the first thing that I would want to do is I would want to figure out what my unique selling point is from my business and or what the biggest result is that my clients get. And then I would want to make sure that I find testimonials or I can get testimonials that really highlight that for my business, because effectively that's what testimony, what I want a testimonial to do. Um, and then potentially think about the top three, maybe top five um, objections that I get. Um, when, you know, someone starts with me, maybe not even objections, but just questions. Uh, and then that way I can go, okay, cool. This testimonial has to, or I'd love a testimonial that can sort of um, curb or help facilitate answering this question or this um, sort of challenge that people sort of have with me. Um, and then that way you can sort of have a bit of a framework in terms of what clients you might ask for first, the testimonial, and then figure out the questions like you alluded to earlier, figure out the actual questions you're going to ask those clients in order to sort of get the answers and the responses that would effectively help the next set of leads or clients that are coming into your business. That's what I think people should do. I feel like we've opened a can of worms, but I'm happy to go down just a little bit because I want to extrapolate on that because I think those are really awesome ideas. So just to summarize, first thing, 
figure out your ideal clients and who are your like go to the people who refer to you all the time, who just fucking love everything you do. Those are the people that you want to ask first. And then on the objection handling side of thing, what we're talking about is like, let's say that a lot of people say, I don't know if I have the time to fit five training sessions a week into my schedule. So what you would then potentially ask that client who is a great client, who's, you know, maybe struggled with time management initially and they say you know when we were working with Swift Movement Academy the best thing was that I didn't have to start with five sessions a week and it actually really worked well into my life because I was able to do two sessions at the gym and I could do two at home and they were flexible in terms of duration as well so it really fit into my life and I thought I didn't have time but I really actually ended up wanting to to do that and time became not an issue because they helped me structure it and create habits around making sure that I had everything sorted so that I could you know create opportunities for exercise as opposed to feeling like making time absolutely um, so yes. I guess that would be one example then you could go you know money is often a big example or of reasons why people say no and you could say something like you know ask a client and say you know like were you worried about the investment before signing up and so they would say yeah it was a huge investment and I was actually really really nervous and I I was nervous because I didn't know if I was going to get the result and you know 12 months down the track you know another question you can ask them actually is if you were to be able to speak to yourself 12 months ago or however long ago they started with you and you wouldn't remember back when you were nervous about signing up what would you tell yourself and so it's yeah. like don't worry about the money because this is going to pay off in spades and you're going to feel incredible after it or you know like it saved you so much money because you didn't have to get shoulder surgery in the end and it was so worth it so things like that i think you know if we just come back to the actionable Get your ideal client, get in front of your ideal clients, ask them questions around their nervousness or hesitation around signing up um, and just have a conversation around that. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's a great place to start. Perfect. All righty. If you have any other questions, comments, or feedback, um, you guys can find us on Instagram, Swift Coaches Academy, um, or YouTube, Swift Movement and Coaches Academy. We've got um, email lists that you can sign up to and, and find those as well. Um, but just waiting for next episode. Bye for now. If you enjoyed this episode, it'd honestly mean the world to us if you could share it with a friend or on your socials, follow and leave a quick review so that we can bring you more real, raw and uncensored stories from industry leaders. We also love hearing your feedback. So please DM us on Instagram at Swift Coaches Academy if you have suggestions for future guests or topics. Until next time and in whatever you do, move swiftly.